you ready to be entrefied? Let's break free of the life we are told to live. Create freedom and wealth by adding value to others' lives. Challenge traditions, challenge authority, and get entrefied. Hey there, guys, and a happy Christmas holidays. Happy holidays to you. Uh, here we are, setting uh, December 15th, 2019. Just killing it. And hey, look, the episode release dates may not match up with the uh, when 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 you're listening to it or when it's released because I've been doing it every other episode. Now I'll explain that a little bit. But so. Really, the episode today, we're looking at the man who sued Ford and Chrysler for $30 million and won. He won. This mad lad beat Chrysler and Ford in court by himself. So I'll explain it exactly what happened. So stick around, guys. And look, you're a new listener. You're wondering what the show's about. What the heck is Entrefy? What does that even mean? Well... Here on the show, we speak to the underdogs and those that feel trapped in their jobs and their businesses and their relationships, whatever it is, and we give them the hope by sharing the powerful stories of all the other underdogs out there that didn't give up and they broke through and created massive value for themselves and everyone in the world by overcoming those bad relationships or bad jobs, bad businesses. So really just studying the guys and girls who went from Failure to success. Now, maintaining that, that's a different story. Some people on this show, they don't maintain it. Some people we look at, they don't keep it going. They lose it all. So let's dive into today's episode. um, And let's talk about the guy who sued Ford and Chrysler for $30 million. It's it's fairly crazy. But, oh yeah, did want to mention this. I talked about it a little bit before the show started. So the show flow, every other day I'm releasing these because... I tried daily, and let's just be honest, it was it was too much work for me. I have too much going on outside of here, and so then I tried weekly. Well, I got bored, and I wouldn't be inconsistent enough, and I was like, oh, I can just procrastinate. So I found out that if I do it every other day, it's a perfect amount for me. So if the episode, episode dates, like today is December 15th, don't line up when it's released, which this one may be released December 22nd, 3rd, whatever. Uh, that, that's, you know, that just giving you a heads up, that's why. And, you know, obviously on special holidays and occasions like December 25th, I'm definitely going to do two episodes, a Christmas special for the 25th. If, if I can get to my computer, I forgot, I may be my grandparents' house, but that's why I may, uh, broadcast these at a later date because I'm pre-preparing. And that way, in case Christmas is here, I can take a few days off and you guys still get content while you're driving to the airport or whatever to see your family. So just letting you guys know that and just giving you setting you up for those expectations. So, all right, let's dive into the show today. So here's the backstory for this guy, Robert William Kearns. So he was born March 10th, 1927 in Baltimore, Maryland and I've been to Baltimore, Maryland. Beautiful place. I love it there. I can't wait to go back. And anyway, he he had a PhD in engineering. So really smart guy. Really really smart guy. So what did he do? Well, on his wedding night, he was he was um he was getting married and he had a a bottle of champagne. He was gonna pop it, and the cork shot up in his eyeball, and you know that sucks. And he can't, it 
hilariously got him thinking about how the human eyelid operates. You know, whenever you shoot something in your eye, it closes and, and it opens and it closes to keep you safe from dirt and, and it cleans your eyeball off. And so he wondered why couldn't a car wiper have a similar stop and go mechanism? And that's really genius and a weird time to think about that and a very, you know, like you really think the last thing you'd be thinking about on your wedding night is about windshield wipers, but it apparently dawned on him and he was just blew his mind there. And so he took the idea to several huge auto companies, Ford, Chrysler, Nissan, all these big guys, and guess what? No, Nobody wanted to to work with him. Everybody was like, yeah, bro, you're an idiot. Go back to your whatever, your basement, work on your stuff. And he was like, all right, all right, bro, see you later. And so automakers started all of a sudden a few months later in, in the 1970s is when all this happened. They uh, started churning out new models of the wipers because used to the wipers only had one speed, super freaking fast, and they didn't have these slower speeds like, you know, intermittent or really slow. It was just, hey, your wipers either fast or not. And so that that was his argument. He was like, hey, guys, can we get these intermittent wipers to have different speeds? That was what Kearns invented. And so he went to, like I said, these companies, and he showed them, and they were like, yeah, bro, you're an idiot. Well, a few years later, in 1970s, the automaker started making these intermittent wipers. And Kearns was like, dude, what? That was my idea. And so he went to the court and sued each of these guys, and he he was his own lawyer in all these lawsuits, which is kind of hilarious. His house was littered with legal documents. He was constantly trying to fight these guys because he was so mad and hatred, vengeance. It was all like greed, vengeance, all these things was driving him to get revenge. But to be honest, what would you do if you invented something really awesome that was worth a lot of money and it was stolen from you? Like, what would you do about that? You would feel pretty upset too. And this guy, he took it to the extreme, all right? He became his own lawyer, sued everybody. And eventually, it became too much for his family. And his wife divorced him. She left him. She left him. And the kids resented him. They hated him. And they left, too. Everybody left. So here he was, alone, with legal documents in his house. And he was fighting Ford and Chrysler in the late 70s, 78 to 82. And... He he was trying really hard to take these guys on because, like I said, if you were mad, you would do it too. And at this point, he lost his family. What what else does this guy have left to do? Fight these guys. And so after years of battling some of the biggest companies on earth, he actually won in 1990. So it took him a good, I don't know, 12 years because he sued Ford in 78. And then eight years, he sued Chrysler in 82 and it took him eight years there. And he won in 1990. And that, you know, it took him 12 years of being his own lawyer, losing his family, losing his kids, probably, you know, not attending any of their events, the children, probably didn't see any of them graduate. And if you read the bios of the kids, they hated him. They hated the guy so much because he completely this completely took over his life getting vengeance for his windshield wipers 
which in hindsight it sounds super childish but at the time like i said if somebody stole your ideas you would be like dude that was my idea and you would probably fight just as hard as this guy but i don't know if you would go to that extent greed and vengeance can drive you to that extent you know you ever hear the saying yeah if you're gonna go for vengeance dig a second grave i probably butchered that but you get what i'm saying but anyway so he he did taste success and he won in 1990 ford gave him 10.2 million dollars and chrysler paid him 21 million dollars but let's be honest guys that's like a, a lunch a free lunch for everybody of these companies they don't care about 20 million dollars i mean like 10 million dollars that's free lunch on a friday for the whole company like it's a joke and i see this on the news all the time oh yeah, chase chase bank uh sued 60 million dollars like dude their their market cap is probably in the billions and who cares about that much that's like me getting sued for a dollar you know and and that's why that's one thing about these large companies that kind of sucks is if you do get revenge it takes 10 20 years and you only get a few pennies from them so it's it's kind of terrible that they are allowed to be um that they're 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 given so much power and so anyway he wasn't satisfied with the 30 million dollars that he received he wasn't interested in the money so here he was 30 million dollars in 12 years of his life uh wasted fighting these guys and he won the 30 million dollars and he wasn't interested so wow what would you do if you won 30 million dollars and your family left you and your wife left you your kids don't want you anymore and you had 30 million dollars at this point what would you do well this guy he didn't stop he wanted the courts to stop the auto industry from using his invention completely so he could start his own wiper business. And he kept going. He kept going. He kept trying. He kept going. And that just, to me, that is that is taking it too far. Like, you've lost everything. You've lost your kids, your wife, your family, and you gained $30 million. Well, guess what? Current day, he died of cancer at 77 in 2005, alone sad kids none of the kids like him he didn't win the court case not only did his lawsuits against gm and the companies get dismissed completely almost all of his money went to legal expenses like what a joke dude don't let greed and vengeance ruin your life and this isn't as much as this is more of a what not to do show today most of the time it's about Oh, this guy went from a failure to success, and now he's sitting on the beach all day. No, this guy is an example of when you're when you're chasing vengeance or you're greedy, you're overly greedy, and you're putting you know money, ideas, monetary goals, or not necessarily monetary. This was a business goal of his, make his own wiper making business, which is hilarious because the thirty million dollars would have been enough to start his own wiper making business i don't understand why you know there's a rainex out there i think that's the brand of the wipers you can you didn't have to you have 30 million dollars bro you can start one for way less than that and it's just greed and vengeance like this it can ruin your life so don't let things like this blindside you if you have a company or you know a business model that that you are you really want to chase, don't give up your family, your friends, your life, everything. You have to have a balance. And 
I really tried to put a lesson on this and and really a positive lesson on this. And I would say balance. Balance is what you need. He could have took on these companies about his stuff, but not to the point where he lost his family. And imagine if he still had his family and his wife and he won that $30 million and then he started his wife from making business. Or then he retired with his family with $30 million. I mean, that's plenty of money in the 90s. Even today, that's a lot of money. So he, he could have retired with his kids, his wife, and they could have lived a great life. They could have had great, um, great future, a great future. They could have had great success going forward. But instead, he kept going. He didn't have any balance. He was obsessed with taking on these massive corporations with hundreds of freaking lawyers, like an army of lawyers, by himself. And then he lost. So have balance, guys. Are you sitting on your computer, working on your business, or are you working at your job 100 hours a week? I know a guy, I saw a guy, he worked seven days a week doing sales stuff. Seven days a week, Monday through Sunday, eight-hour days. That's like, I don't know, seven times eight. Oh, geez, man, cannot cannot math right now. But it's a lot of hours. Like, this guy was working at least 80 to 100 hours a week. And they, and this was in the sales department. And they actually brag about that. I was like, dude, that is sad. You have kids at home, and here you are grinding, quote-unquote, grinding to get all this money, and you're losing sight of what is important. You're not you're not balanced. You're not spending time with the kids you're raising. Instead, you're sitting here in an office making phone calls to people all day. That is not the life you should be living. I get it. You want to work 100 hours, it's awesome. But you have to find a balance, especially if you have kids and a wife. You have to give them time too somewhere, and I struggle with that myself. So... There's also a movie called Flash of Genius, and it's actually about this whole guy's whole life story. So if you want to watch it, and his name is Robert Kearns, the movie's Flash of Genius, and it's it talks about all this. I haven't watched it yet, but I definitely want to watch it, because this is a very interesting story. You take on four GM, and you're your own lawyer, and you win $30 million. I mean, that that's a lot of freaking grit right there, a lot of perseverance. That's one thing the guy did have, but... Anyway, let's uh, let's wrap it up there, guys. Just just keep balance in your life, all right. And we got a quick second here. I'm gonna flip the script over to investing talk. Just kind of let you guys know where where we are investing wise. You know, the China trade deal is actually getting some traction. You know that it's debatable on if it's America's getting the traction or China's actually getting one over us. But who cares? It's tensions are starting to ease for trade. Apple hits a new high, new record high. It's like two seventy something, man. It's crazy, and their market cap is well over the trillions. Um, and Saudi Aramco, they just released an IPO, and and they are valued the high, the highest value company in the world. It's oil in Saudi Arabia, and I think their valuation was like one point five trillion dollars. It's just freaking insane how much oil is worth and how much of a monopoly they have over there so just letting you know where the markets are right now and my opinions is keep an eye on crypto with a halving coming up in may 2020 so basically 
um, you know, fiat, regular money currencies. They can be printed by central banks at will. Like, your bank can just print money if they want to. It's kind of stupid and broken. But when you're looking in terms of cryptocurrency like Bitcoin, there's only 21 million in the world. Right now, there's 18.1 million in circulation. So it's limited that you can't print more Bitcoin. So there's only so many. There will only ever be 21 million in existence. And this makes it a deflationary asset as opposed to an inflationary one. So it doesn't go down in value over time. It goes up in value over time. So just to tell you guys, I think it's May. In May 2020, there is a Bitcoin um, halving. So that basically, if you're a miner, uh, whatever, and, and you're mining the Bitcoins, you're... Um, trying to find bitcoins it's really hard to explain sometimes but yeah if you're mining for bitcoin and generally the reward was like 25 bitcoin every time you mined an entire block of it or whatever and now i think it's like 12.5 or gonna be 12.5 in may something like that but yeah just keep an eye out may 2020 there's gonna be a halving with crypto and yeah so um have a great christmas and i will Drop an episode on Christmas Day, or at least I'll try to. Uh, who knows with the schedules, family and all that, but be safe traveling. Um, people love to play bumper cars here in Nashville with their cars. They're like, oh, bro, it's snowing. Let me just slam into some people. So just watch out for those kind of guys. They are really crappy. So, And I'll tell you guys a story about that on the next episode. I actually was on the side of the road on the interstate, stuck. And I'll explain that in the next episode. So if you're looking forward to my personal dilemmas, there you go. All right. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. And remember to focus, guys. Focus. I'll also explain that acronym on the next episode. All right. Catch you later. Are you feeling entrefied yet? We hope so. For more information and news updates, check us out at www.entrefied.com or contact Patrick directly on facebook.com slash Patrick Hughes 9000.